Hey folks, Ben here from B&B Sports Show Podcast. And if you haven't yet, download Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is the easiest to use and free podcast creator. Creating has never been easier. And the fact that Anchor does all the work for you after you're done recording, it distributes it to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Easy to use creation, adding sounds and songs with the touch of a button hasn't been any easier. The fact that you can make money off of this is just a win-win. So, if you haven't already, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Come on now, brave. <laughs> All right, B&B Sports Show Podcast, we are back. And now we have our very first guest on the show, Josh, who's a Dolphin Addicts. Sportsman Ferris. <laughs> What's going on, you guys? What's going on, Josh? Thanks Not for coming much. on the show, man. Thanks hey, I'm glad to be on here. I mean, you guys are talking football. I love talking football with yeah. anybody, so I can do it for hours. That sounds good, man. Thanks. Thanks again. Um, I guess we Thanks can for having me. And uh, we'll go with the AFC North, and we're going to go with the Vegas odds. And we kind of go back and forth on our opinions of how we feel that they're actually going to match up with the odds and kind of touch base a little bit of why we think that way. Okay. And we start off with the uh, Baltimore Ravens, who is projected at 11.5 wins. And we'll go ahead and kick that off and – Hear your opinion on what you think Baltimore Ravens can do. Oh, man. Can the Ravens repeat what they did last year? You know, they just had one hell of a draft. You know, I'm not going to pee behind a bush. They look good in this draft. They got a young stud running back now to help Ingram out. I mean, they're still going to be the team to beat in the AFC North, regardless of what. Everybody thinks about Joe Burrow with Cincinnati. <laughs> and, you know, <coughs> Pittsburgh still has so many holes. I don't care what any Steeler fan says. And Cleveland, they're Cleveland's Cleveland. Um, 11 and a half, I think, you know, I see more like a 10 spot for the Ravens because, you know, people are going to just finally – start figuring out who Lamar Jackson is. And they still don't have that number one wide receiver yet. And that's what's killing them the most. Well, I don't know, man, because you got to think about, too, they have uh, Hollywood Brown. I mean, he's turning out to be a pretty decent receiver. He, he sure showed up last year for his rookie season. I agree with that. But, yeah, I mean, you can't throw it to him all game. You need, oh, other, yeah. you need other receivers to throw around the ball. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. I mean, we saw we saw what happened with Pittsburgh last year. He let Antonio Brown go to the Raiders, and then Juju Smith was either not catching the ball or he was, you know, he was injury prone. I mean, you had to have other receivers to throw it to other than just one guy because teams are going to figure out. Okay, well, if it's just going to be Hollywood Brown, we could just double team him. Who's going to set up now? Exactly. Well, and they traded one of their tight ends, you know, the, uh, to the Falcons. So, Hayden that, that's going to hurt them. 
So I just well, don't see. Well, that's another thing, though, too, Josh, is because, like, when, when they were double teaming Hollywood Brown, then that would just mean Lamar Jackson would just take off. And, you know, then there's another 30 yards but run see, right there. That's what I think. I think they're <clears> not going to get the 11 and a half wins. And I yeah. think it's because that they're going to scheme against Lamar Jackson. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna have that option that he had the run pass option. Uh, and, and if you if you look at Lamar Jackson in college, this is the same kind of offense he ran in college. But every year when people started figuring out who Lamar Jackson was, he started to drop in his numbers. His numbers were not always accurate. So I think now in his third year. <laughs> People are going to realize who Lamar Jackson really is. Yes, he will get him to wins, but will he get over 11? I just don't see it. Yeah, I'm sticking gonna, with 10 and 10 wins. Yeah, he ain't going to get near the rushing yards. And, and he will not be MVP this year. I could honestly tell you that, too. So I'll, I'll give him the division win, considering the, the North is just kind of terrible around, around Baltimore, but and I agree I with that too. I agree with you on that. I say the AFC North is the Ravens still until another team steps up their game. I just don't think um, the Ravens have to worry about losing that division to anybody. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and and you know I'm going with uh, probably around ten to eleven wins tops uh, with with them too. They're just they have too much firepower to lose more than. You know, to not, to not win that many games. Only thing is, if they if they make Lamar Jackson play quarterback like the Tennessee Titans did, and against them in the playoffs, then they're going to definitely be a, in a world of hurt. So exactly. And then it's going to be interesting to see Ingram and J.K. Dobbins run the ball, though. I I can't wait to see that power punch go at it. Son of a bitch, got them. Definitely give right. two punch. Maybe that maybe that helps alleviate the fact that they're going to scheme against Jackson now, and now they have yeah. Dobbins that are just going to cycle in. That makes sense. We'll and what did you say for them, Ben? For the Ravens, what was yours? <sighs> oh, the wins. Yeah. Uh, I think I gave them what like nine on our other video. Yeah, that's right. I think it was like nine. I gave them nine wins and a division win. And then the next team we got finishing with the most. Second most wins. It's Pittsburgh Steelers projected at nine wins. You want me to go first again? Yeah. Yeah. It is. All right. I I think this is Mike Tomlinson's last year with the Steelers. Shock of the century, honestly. Pittsburgh <clears throat> coaches usually don't get fired. They usually just resign or, you know, go so out on their own terms, but Mike Tomlinson has a couple of bad years the last couple of years, and honestly, I think this is his last year. And I don't see nine wins. I honestly see a seven to nine season. Yeah, you know they're they're still missing a lot of things. Big Ben's not getting any younger. They don't have really a solid backup quarterback. Uh, Juju Smith playing on his last year contract. He's going to be a free agent after this year. And, you know, that defense will keep him in games, yeah. You know, and I fucking hate me. <laughs> Mika Fitzpatrick with the passion. I figure you guys both do, huh? 
<laughs> but hey, but, you, know, you guys it, watch uh, old Kyle Juszczyk from the Niners, man, and him. Yeah, I laughed when that happened. Oh, I died. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I was like, take that son of a bitch, yeah. <laughs> but um, their defense will keep them in games. But overall, I just see seven wins. And like I said, I think this is Mike Tomlinson's last season. Yeah, like, and it's so weird too because you know Mike Tomlin, he put up with freaking Antonio Brown for like seven years, six years, or whatever it was. Yep. Like, and once he left, he just was a, became a nutcase. You know, like, I mean, at least you could say that you know Mike Tomlin can can keep people like that in check. You know, and and keep them from, you know, going crazy or whatever the way he was. But I think uh, Vontae Burfess or whatever the hell his name is, I think he's Vontae's the main reason why well, the main reason why Mr. Walking CTE, Antonio Brown, uh, had so many injuries and so many uh, problems with his head. But to stay at a tax <laughs> at hand, I think that they're probably going to be like a six to seven win team, like you said, Josh. Yeah, I agree with both of you. And I think, I don't know, I don't think Antonio Brown really had that much of a deal until that just this last year or the t- year before, I mean, when he was <clears throat> fighting with the Big Ben and then they had that fallout and then he ended up off the team. But, yeah, but then that showed, like, because he had that one good season out of Juju because of the double team on Antonio Brown. Now he got to see a little bit of taste of that double team. and Exactly. He didn't fare as well. So, I mean, I don't think – I'm not going to knock Gigi too bad, but I don't think he's just not on AB's level. Exactly. Which, which Connor's coming back? Because Connor didn't do as good as he did the year prior either. Um, I don't know how much more Connor could play, though. I'm worried about those injuries. I mean, he seems so fragile. I mean, the minute he touches the ball, it's like, is he going to get hurt? Is he going to get back up? Yeah, and I agree with you. The defense will keep them in games, but yeah, not enough. That they don't have enough offense to really kind of seal the deal on their wins. All right, so then we just did Pittsburgh Steelers, and then we're gonna move on to the next team, who is the Cleveland Browns at eight and a half wins. Eight and a half. That sounds about right, you know. New coach, another year with um, new weapons too. Austin Hooper, you know, <clears throat> he he stepped up the last year with Atlanta, and now that he got that um, two tight end set with Hopper yeah, um, and Joe he, he also had Matt Ryan thrown to him though. There's some major. Difference. Yeah, true, <laughs> but you know what? I think Baker Mayfield is finally going to come into his own this year. You know, he finally has somebody to protect his butt. <laughs> so, you know, and that defense at times had looked pretty solid last year. And I think they're about an 8-18. and 18. You know, I'm not seeing playoffs once again. And everybody is upset about that because, you know, I've always been told, Cleveland has the best fans in the NFL. They stay loyal to their team, win, lose, or tie. You know, no matter what, they're always right there. 
And I would love to one time see them win a Super Bowl because that city in Cleveland deserves it after all they've been through over the years. But well, they got they got one of the Cavaliers, so they can keep on that one. That's <laughs> <laughs> this is for you, Cleveland. This is for you. Okay, yeah. LeBron. <laughs> I do agree with you too. I think they're going to get eight wins. Uh, paper champs, really. Like everybody's saying last year, everybody had the hype on around them. Yeah, they do have a new coach. They have new GM. Maybe mm-hmm. a better coach. I don't know how well Freddie Kitchens is. He obviously couldn't contain Miles Garrett from fucking smashing his head in with the hell. <laughs> you know, that, and that's his sad thing, too. He doesn't uh, only have to deal with him, but he also has to deal with OBJ. You know, it's weird. Oh, no. He wasn't as bad as he had been in New York. And you figured well, you true, but, I mean, he was still running his mouth regardless. I mean, not as bad yeah. as in New York like you were saying. I agree with that. But, you know, dealing with the prima donna like OBJ, I mean, with a Ricky well, coach, oh, man. Uh, it's, it smells like a danger zone waiting to happen. And now you have Hooper and you still mm-hmm. have <clears throat> Chubb and you got Kareem Hunt coming in for a full season two. You got all these tools around you. There's no excuse of why they should be as bad as they are. I mean, I just well, – I'm not high up on Baker Mayfield. I don't think it's that great. Yeah, yeah, I just I just think that Baker Mayfield's uh, ego gets the best of him, and that's why – I mean, he puts himself in so many stupid situations. They could be on the goal line, and he's throwing a freaking interception, you know, like <laughs> costing them games, you know, being overconfident or just too much ego. Like, that just has – a lot to that affects this game. Uh, that's why, me personally, I don't see them winning more than six games this year, even with all that stack roster, because you just can't win with all these prima donnas on one team. Um, yeah. You know, because you're going to get OBJ and, and Jarvis Landry. If they don't get the ball, you just had to bring five, six that times a year. Damn you. <laughs> I know. But they don't get the See, at least Ben didn't bring up his name, but you did. You <laughs> fucking did. I forgot about him. <laughs> I was all nah, like, I hey, I, I, I was about to say, I, I love Ben. He, he didn't bring up Jarvis. And here comes Brian. Oh, Jarvis, I'm going to son of a bitch. I got to call, hey, call it as I see it, man, because, you know, <sighs> the fact of the matter is, these two are both prima donnas. They both played on LSU together. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, they're both ball hugs. So, if you don't get at least both of them five, six reputa- or reps a game or whatever, at least for a couple touchdowns, they're going to be crying about it. And I just think that's just a locker room cancer right there, you know. Well, here's a question for the both of you. If the Browns do not have a winning season this year, do you think one of them gets traded or gets oh, cut? Oh, doubt. OBJ was already rumored to be traded yeah, to the yeah. Vikings this earlier. There's this year. yeah, been huge rumors of OBJ. Yeah, I heard about that. This would be between the, two of them? between the two of them. I guess it's interesting. Yeah, we get shipped out. But it's so us. weird because like they were like best. I mean, they are best friends. Mm-hmm. You would think that they would try to do their best to stay on the same team if that's what their whole plan was from the get go. And now it's like they don't really care if they're on the same team or not. Mm-hmm. So. It's all about this, man. It's all well, about I think, that. I think if the fact is maybe this quarterback situation is kind of throwing him. Yeah. 
I think if Baker Mayfield comes, you know, if he finally finally gets his head out of his ass this season and plays like he he did for Oklahoma, then I think maybe they have a chance of winning seven to eight games. But other than that, I just think he gets in he gets in his own way too much. Like he's he doesn't too come into his he don't come into his own about game seven. Well, Case Keem's going to come back and have a Cleveland miracle instead of Minneapolis. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's just too busy making those dumbass commercials, so those State Farm commercials or whatever the hell they are. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so that was the Browns. We had pretty solid opinions about the Browns. <laughs> Poor guys. I'm sorry. I, and, and there's nothing against Brown fans. I got a lot of Brown fans that are my friends. It's just, man, something's got to give eventually. I mean, they're going on the same amount of quarterbacks that we've had over the over the years. I think they're a little bit more than us, though, since then. Of course, yeah, more than us. <laughs> but uh, but still, like, something's got to give eventually. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to move on to the new Cleveland Browns of the AFC North, the Cincinnati <laughs> Bungles. And they are projected <laughs> five wins. Hmm. I don't see five. I see four. You know, at least two game improvement. He had a solid draft. Um, but you know, they still don't know the status of AJ Green. They don't know the status of Annie Dalton. You know, this team is like, uh, like a hurricane right now. They just don't know what they want to do. And honestly, I feel bad for Zach um, Taylor. You know, he's a good offensive coach, but he's in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, Cleveland, like you said, Ben, you know, they were the team that everybody laughed at. Well, now it's Cincinnati's turn, and Cincinnati's going to be laughed at for at least the next three or four years because this team is still needs a lot of stuff. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're back in the top five in the, in the draft next year. Yeah. So you got them at four wins then. Yeah. You and me are spot on. Like I, I think I we all had pretty yeah. close to the same. Yeah, I think picks. we all said four. <laughs> I just think because, you know, Joe Burrow coming into the real man league, I mean – He's going to get a freaking rude awakening. He ain't going to come out there as cocky as he was in the national championship, smoking a stogie after the fucking game. He's, he's not – he's never lost, like, since he's been starting. You know, like, he, he said – I think he said back in high school, like, he's, he's always won. He's never lost wherever he played. Whenever he started, he never lost. Well, this is going to be – Sound like another Mika Fitzpatrick. Oh, I it's gonna be like another Demarcus Russell, in my opinion. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Mick and Fitzpatrick. Oh man, you had to mention him, didn't you? See, that's well, my well, you brought a you brought a Jarvis, so I had to bring up your favorite. <laughs> yeah, but at least software. Jarvis won. But yeah, but the difference between Mick and Fitzpatrick <laughs> and Jarvis Landry is Jarvis Landry wanted to play for the Miami Dolphins. We yeah. weren't going to pay him top dollar for a slot receiver. Sorry, well, I know. He wanted $20 million a year for being a fucking slots receiver? Are you shitting me? <laughs> he's still good, though. I, I give him that. I, I think he did very at the time we At the time, we didn't have that kind of dough, though, so no, we couldn't spend it. Exactly. That's true. 
And Micah Fitzpatrick, he was just a, you know, crybaby, baby mama, fucking drama, <laughs> fucking person, whatever. And basically never lost, you know, playing for Alabama. And it is what it is. And, you know, and, you know the sad thing is now, I just read that he's willing to play different predictions for the Steelers, but he wouldn't do it for us. Nope. But he, you know, you can't call yourself the freaking uh, – Swiss Army knife of fucking players and not be willing to try to play a different position. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Joe Burrow reacts to a losing season <laughs> with Wait a minute. I never felt it before. What's going on? Like, brings us back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, and I, I agree too, Ben. Like you're great. You're gonna get AJ uh, Green back this year if he's healthy. Um, does you know, he stay on the sideline? Like, does he want to still play? Because I felt like I he, he was does. pulling out that injury thing a little too long. I think he just wanted out the door. Really? Yeah, I, I think, think he, he did too. I don't think he has a choice. Like I said before in our in our other uh, podcast, that you know, Mike Brown, the 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 owner of the freaking of the Bengals, once you get signed as a Bengal, you're on there until the, he decides he wants you gone. You know, like, you don't have a choice. Like, know, look at, uh, they won't let anybody go. Yeah, yeah just like Detroit. Like, but who, who was the quarterback? Um, Carson Palmer? Yeah, Carson Palmer. Like, he pretty much had to say, I'm retiring to get off that team. Right. They were not going to let him go. And he was telling Joe Burrow, whatever you do, don't fucking let him take you. Don't let him draft you. <laughs> and then, then he backtracked everything he said before before the draft started. So, <laughs> Yeah. He could pull a real eye on that and got himself out of that scenario probably. So well, I mean. That was the rumor that he could. The rumor was, too, like our Dolphins were talking possibly three first-round draft picks. This is all smoke screens. I don't know if this is real or not. But they were talking three-round draft picks this year and our two first next year for Joe Burrow this year. They will pass it up. If, they, if, they, if that's true and they passed it up, they're the dumbest fucking run organization of all fucking time. It, it wasn't a smoke screen. It was actually true facts. It was true? I they actually tried that? The, the Miami is willing to give up five first-round uh, picks just oh. for that one player. Oh. That is way too much to give up. And that is really fucking stupid. The thing. I, I, I'm just glad Miami well, came would, to the uh, senses and said, you know what? Maybe this is a little too much. God, they could have got a different other quarterback and then stocked up the rest of their team with that much. Exactly. Capital in the draft. Why would you do that? The Bengals could have been second in the division had they took all those draft picks. Sounds to me like they need a new makeover in the uh, front office. Or just a new owner. <laughs> if the other one dies first. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. He, he, trust me, like you just said, Brian, nobody leaves Cincinnati unless they retire or they die. <laughs> yeah, which sucks. But I mean, look how long they kept Marvin Lewis around. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, God, how badly he was wanting out of there, how badly he was sucking. Oh, yeah, he was there forever. Year after year after year of terrible seasons. 
but he did take him to the to the playoffs, just like wild card or whatever. So yeah, and then he lost to the Steelers. That was that was just pretty much just uh, only saving grace. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how T. Higgins turns out. Um, if AJ Green's still there, he might turn out pretty good because you know obviously AJ right. Green's gonna get the double triple coverage. Exactly. Leave well, then they got up. T. Higgins too, so yeah. <laughs> and then they got Speedy John Ross. If that guy could just catch the ball, that dude could be pretty lethal. We'll see. But I still think four wins. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Okay, moving on. We've. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. And back to reality. I enjoy talking football, my boys. All right, so I guess we'll just move on to another division, then, right, boys? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. AFC. We're gonna go in with the old company. Because I don't think we, uh, I don't think we think anybody in the AFC North is gonna make the um, wild card, other than um, the Ravens winning the division. So yeah, you might as well go to another division. Yep, I agree. Um, so we're gonna move on. We're gonna go <laughs> compass wise uh, and every side of Wheaties. And we're gonna go into your guys' division. Uh you guys are probably chomping out the bit to get to this one. Uh, <laughs> AFC East. And we'll start off with your guys' favorite team, I suppose. About the guys probably hate them pretty much together the same amount. Uh New England Patriots projected nine wins. He just called the Patriots our favorite team. My goodness. What did you get me stuck with, Brian? <laughs> he said our fa- favorite team that they hate. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, oh, I feel like you guys probably hate him the same, huh? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, no. It says no longer has time limit. Yeah, that minute thing popped up on me. That's the first time it's ever popped up on us. Ah. Does that mean it's going to stop? Still recording, like, apparently. It says still recording. Well, we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> and even if it doesn't, we could always start another one and see, because that's what we've been doing. All right. You want to take a chance to do another one, or you want to? We'll just keep going. Keep... Okay. <laughs> Till it kicks us off, I guess. Uh, Patriots. So, so the pansies, huh? Go ahead, Brian. I want to hear yours first. Well, like I said in the before other one, you can't count out Bill Belichick. He is the New England Patriots. You can essentially put me back at QB for the New England Patriots, and I will win them 11 games. <laughs> so with, with if Bill Belichick retired, then I would say definitely last place in the division. But with him still being there, I'm going to say close to nine to ten wins. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> but you'll, we'll, we'll get to that. So I disagree. <laughs> well, you have to understand, though, Josh, they haven't lost more than 11, or they haven't, or they've won. 11 games back in 2008, that was their worst season since uh, Brady got injured. Yeah. So, you know, they've won an average 12 to 13 games a season with Brady or not. Okay, well, you got to look at this now. Here we go. 
that team that won 11 games that year had a full team. Yeah, I know. They had this undefeated. Team, this team is missing a lot of pieces. I mean, for Christ's sake, he drafted a kicker that there's no highlight film on. <laughs> well, like I said, I have to disagree, and I have to give the Patriots seven wins. I really think this is the year where the Patriots are going to fall, and people are going to be like, hallelujah, now they know how we all feel. And I'm do I see do I'm 100% do I see the, wishing that happens. I, just, I hope that does happen. Yeah. But every time that I doubt these sons of bitches, they're always in the fucking playoffs. No matter what. Yeah. It's just like I'm tired of like denying them and then, you know, have it backfire on me. This way, I, you know, like maybe I'm going to jinx them. Say, oh, they're going to win 11, 11 games this year and they win fucking two. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I ain't I mean, going to be happy either way if they're losing. I, I project them nine wins. I agree with Brian. I think it's a Belichick team. I really don't think a whole lot's changed since last season besides the big glare of old Tommy Brady being gone. I think they still have all the same people, uh, Edelman, Nikhil Harry. Well, you know, you got to look at They don't have no true receivers. You know, they're missing some of the key parts of their offensive line. You know, their defensive backfield is older now. You know, they're missing the key linebacker. You know, they're missing another tight end again. I mean, this team is not complete like it was before. You know, I I, I agree with you guys. Bill Belichick knows how to coach winning teams by cheating, I think. But <laughs> um, I just don't see this team really making no noise. I mean, I don't think they'll be a last, but I think they'll be at least in third place. Hey, I'm all for it, man. If that happens, that's what happens. I'm all for it, man. I would love to see them finally fall off the fucking mountain. It's been right. too fucking long. 20 fucking years, bro. Right. Okay, so the next team that is on this list, projected with the same amount of wins, is the Buffalo Bills. Wow. Only nine wins? Wow. Ah. Buffalo is my uh, pick to win the AFC East. I think it's their division to win now. They have a solid draft. The this is their chance to take over the AFC East, and you know, next year in twenty twenty one, they're going to have to really work harder. But in twenty twenties, I think this is the year that they make the push to be divisional champions. And I think it's honestly going to be 11 wins for them. Yeah, that's uh, what I said, too, in our previous uh, podcast, too, that I had the win in the division, uh, 11, 11 and a half wins, 12. Um, I don't think they sweep us. I think no. we'll beat them at least once because they've had our number for years, just like the Patriots has their number. For many many years too, so it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good season to be an AFC East fan. 
See, I, maybe not. Maybe not so much a Jets fan though. <laughs> <laughs> what I, I think I, I think our last video is, I projected them to win the division. They're gonna be fighting the Patriots win. for the win. I feel. I don't. I think I gave them a minimum of ten. I think a minimum of ten. I think yeah. they're probably gonna beat it. Uh, I think. I think the pick to sound a little bit of a homer. I'm gonna <laughs> say that. Well, AJ Epinesa is going to come in and he's going to make some noise. Oh, oh yeah. And really, they <clears throat> they had a solid. As long, as long as he doesn't make no noise against Miami, I'll be happy. <laughs> well, he already has an upper hand on our offensive tackle, so they had a solid. Uh, they had a solid. Uh, they had a solid off season. I feel. I, I not so much at the Josh Norman signing. Yeah, he said. Was that supposed to be a low blow, Brian? Austin Jackson, man, he just is that supposed to be a low blow? Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, they just couldn't handle that Iowa boy, man. I tell you. All right. <laughs> I love you, bro. Mm-hmm. He's, a USC, he's a USC fan, so. Oh, you're a USC fan. Yeah. <laughs> See, they just. That's why I said that must have been a low blow because. <laughs> That's, that hey, was, was the there. one thing I like about Austin Jackson is he's a, he has a good character. He's very fucking – I mean, he saved his sister's life, for God's sakes. You know, I mean, he just – he had an off game that night. Well, it, it seems yeah. that, that just, every draft pick has an awesome story that they had that overcome. Yeah, well, a lot of them – a lot <laughs> of them had a lot of, a lot of problems too, though. But, but um, That's – Yeah, it's just – I think it was just a bad night, you know. I think uh, AJ Epinesa was going for, you know, look at me, NFL prospects, you know. Exactly. Exactly. See, I don't think Josh Allen's – he's going to get a little bit better this season too. And I mean, you pick up Stephon Diggs, that's like a home run hitter right there. Yep. He's been looking for that for years, and now that he got him, I mean, <laughs> wow. See, I didn't, I didn't yeah, but- even – I didn't even bring that up, but that's a very good but, point. Yeah, but it's just Josh Allen doesn't have the consistency, you know, like he doesn't have the he has a he has a strong arm, but he just doesn't have the consistency like deep ball accuracy and everything. Uh he makes it's a lot of, see lot of say Kirk Cousins. No, uh, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> we'll get to him when we get to him. But, uh, <laughs> but like I'm up with Kirk Cousins. It's just I don't know. Allen's like he makes a lot of dumb decisions. You know, either he's running headfirst into some other dude's fucking helmet, knocking himself out, or throwing the ball back to somebody that's not there. You know, I mean, what the hell? Yeah. The dude single-handedly cost him the freaking playoff game against the freaking Texans. So <laughs> it's true, <clears throat> but I think he'll progress better. Um, I'm not gonna say he's gonna have. He can't get any lower. He's not gonna take giant <laughs> by any means, but it's gonna be enough to win the division. Like, although the Bills must not have too much uh, faith in him if they're if they're drafting another fucking quarterback. So, <laughs> right, Jake Fromm, buddy. I told you, man, he's gonna turn out good. Uh, he will be a career backup. He's gonna be a solid pocket passer. Dude, if he's in the he, Bills, he's he hoping that he'll take over Jimmy G eventually. His his future is already fucked playing for the Bills, man. 
That's where quarterbacks go to die. (laughs) Or to lose four straight Super Bowls. (laughs) I didn't say it. Stephen Rogers, if you're listening to this, I didn't say it. That that's why uh, Buffalo Bills uh, girls should not be expecting a ring from a man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, All right, let's get to the best team in the world. Uh, yeah, Eddie. the New York Jets because they're next. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that. That's why I didn't say nothing. I knew it. <laughs> I'm already catching on. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even hear you. My wife interrupted me, so. The, uh-huh. the Jets were next on the list. At six and a half. So what do you guys think of that? The Jets or the Dolphins? The Jets. The Jets are at six and a half. <clears throat> uh, they have Adam Gase as their head coach. Enough said. <laughs> all I have to say. <laughs> they are not going to win six and a half games with Adam Gates as their head coach. Did somebody say you, you have a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, you have a quarterback who sees ghosts in the middle of a game. I mean, either he's seeing ghosts or he's making out with chicks that get mono. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, seriously, guys, the mono that made him see ghosts. <laughs> yeah, you lost Robbie Anderson. You're one of your best receivers. I just, you know, you got you got Lenita, your best safety. Your ba- best safety might be holding out, yeah, or getting in trouble with guns or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you got Le'Veon Bell that really doesn't give a rat's ass if he has a five yard rushing game or or ten yards. It doesn't matter. Like he just he's done it for a paycheck. So. Uh, that team lacks so much leadership, and Adam Gase is a cancer. So, I look for him to be fired by week six. Ooh, wow! I really think that they need a coaching change and front office change too. The GM, <clears throat> I agree. I've always said Adam Gase was way overhyped before he became the head coach of Miami. I knew it's like this guy sucks. He's gonna suck. <laughs> he turned out like crap. Like who trades? The number one guy running in the middle of the season just to prove a point. What kind of asshole does that? AJ is tearing it up. And then he's like, oh, all right, everybody. Don't like what I like. His, his, name, his name is Adam, my fuckface, Gates. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the fact that he's like, oh, I'm going to punish you by sending you to the Eagles so you can go win a Super Bowl. Oh, boy. I bet you that hurt his feelings. <laughs> and. <laughs> Like Josh brought up, you know, uh, year after year, they have problems with Jamal Adams wanting to leave, so they can't keep him happy. Um, I'm giving the Jets five wins, but I do have to admit, I do like the draft picks they got with the first-round pick and the second-round pick. I think, you know, that the Jets don't have the people in place to make them look good. Eventually, those two stars from left tackle to wide receiver will be pretty damn good. The, those first two picks were really good picks by the Jets, but I think the Jets get five wins, and I really think this is Adam Gase's quick exit from the Jets. Oh, yeah. You yeah. don't make it along for very long in New York. 
you know like they're mm -hmm. they're the worst when it comes to like criticizing you um from like a you know publicity type standpoint or whatever in the news they eat you alive in new york so yeah um i think he's gonna probably win five games at the max four games probably will probably be the realistic amount four or five is what i said too and yeah beckton Mackay Beckton was a good, solid pickup. <clears throat> but, like, last season, of all the people they had, they're really kind of the offshoot of a little bit of the Browns. I mean, mm -hmm. they, have, they had a, good, a lot of good players, and they just – there was no excuse of why they couldn't perform better than they did. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I give them four or five wins, too. They, they're, they're the bottom of the division, the bottom of the barrel. And now we're going to move on to your guys' favorite team, <laughs> Miami Dolphins at six wins projection. Wow. Vegas <clears throat> does Vegas. not respect us at all, dude. Nope. Nobody does. Hey, exactly. Deal with all last season. They kept dissing us until we made it all the way to the Super Bowl. I'll let you go ahead and go, Josh. Well, easy said. 16 and 0. Nah, I'm just <laughs> I wish. Um, Miami had a great free agency. A hell of a draft. Like I was telling somebody earlier, this was the best draft I've seen of the Dolphins since I became a fan. Yep. And, you know, this team is only going to get better. Now that people, there are players that are going to say, hey, hey I want to uh, be coached by Brian Flores. I want to go there. They're building something there. I mean, do I see Super Bowl this year? No, of course not. I'm being real. Do I see more than six wins? Of course I do. So I'm giving Miami no more than eight, maybe nine wins this year. And that would be my first wild card team because I think Miami is going in the right path. And with that offensive line as stacked as it is now, oh, man, we're going to be pushing people um, forward to get that running game finally going. And, you know, like I told Brian on Saturday, I think it was, for some reason if Miami is not playing for anything, the last two games, that's when you put into it. Get his feet wet. You know, the hip still scares me. But, you know, if we're not playing for nothing, then put Tua in and let him play the last two games just to see what we have for next year. Don't push him week one because you got a veteran quarterback in Ryan Fitzpatrick that's going to teach this young kid how to play the game. And we still got Josh Rosen. You know, we got John Rosen cheap. He's still under his rookie contract. You know, there's no reason to push Tua. I know he was our he's our future. I know he was the number five pick. But why push somebody into the game when it's better that they learn the game, learn the players, learn your offensive line, and then come out in 2021 and look like the quarterback that we drafted 
that we knew were playing in Alabama before the hip injury. Exactly. So eight, maybe nine. And for some reason, that would be my first wild card. And you know what? I'm thinking that the new rule for wild card is this year. So I would think Miami would probably grab that last wild card spot. So that'd be good. Um, I, I said pretty much similar to you. Um, the way I looked at it is, you know, Brian Flores towards the end of the season, you know, he took a bunch of practice squad guys and won five games. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's unheard of, you know, for a lot of coaches in their first year. Uh, he got the team to buy into what he was coaching and the fact that he got these these players to play for him, you know, and the way that he wanted to play. And they were playing and they were having fun. You know, you, you didn't see him, like, even when they were down, like, you didn't see him, like, just, like, slumped over, like, oh, we're going to lose, you know. Like, everyone was upbeat. Everything was ready to go, you know, so – um, now that he's got weapons and, and he addressed the, the offensive line that we've been waiting for them to do for the last 20 fucking years since Dan Marino fucking retired. Mm-hmm. I love for them to, to be, and we got a lot of defensive help too. Like he's, he's, I mean, I hate Bill Belichick with a passion, but he's got that killer instinct like Bill Belichick had when he was first starting out and, and when he first came to the Patriots or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it all depends. You know, if Tua can stay healthy and doesn't get injured and he plays like he did before he got hurt, I mean, 2021 is going to be our season. Uh, I'm looking maybe eight to nine wins, like you said, eight and eight. You know, like, we're definitely winning more than six. We're not going to be dead last in the fucking division. That's for sure. And like our saying goes, TNT, baby, takes no talent. That's what Brian Flores has taught these guys. And that's why – players are want, going to want to come to Miami because Brian Flores is bringing up the best in these players. Even players that we never heard of were coming out of nowhere and doing their thing when they would have been third trainers or practice squad guys. And it's like every week you're like, who the hell is starting this week? Who the fuck is yeah. that? And and they just go out there and do their thing and make a name for themselves. Exactly. What coach do you remember doing anything like that ever? Um, okay. Don Shirley used to do that shit. Where did he go? Hmm. Miami. Brian Flores has a um, plan in the, in the works. We saw what it did this free agency. It looked great. We saw what it did in the draft this past week. Uh, week that looked great, and like you said, in 2021, if Tua can stay healthy and we get a little more work done in the draft, and we have another solid draft like we did this last week, 2021 could be the year that Miami really fights for the AFC. Exactly. I went, I'm going with the six. Minimum of six wins for you guys. I think you guys, Okay, how do we delete this guy now? <laughs> but I think you guys – I agree. You guys had a stellar offseason. You're heading the right direction after this rebuild. Um, I just kind of want to see how everybody comes together with the new additions. Great new additions, by the way. I'm not as high up on two as you guys possibly are. Just, I don't know. I just think that he's one hit away from going out. 
but that doesn't take away the fact that you guys still have a great surrounding cast, um, offense and defense. I'm just glad Miami finally took a chance. I mean, we didn't take a chance on Drew Brees many years ago, and look where it what happened. Brees became a All Pro Super Bowl champion. I'm not saying that would have happened with Miami because at the time we still didn't have an offensive line, but now little by little we're getting the pieces to go together. And like I said, this is why I don't want to push Tua to play Week One. Let the offensive line gel with each other for a whole season. Let them know the playbook where when you put Tua in, these guys are going, here's our future right here. We know what we have to do. We have to protect him at all costs. We got to make sure we keep his butt clean. Our coach is going to chew our asses out. Yeah, definitely. That's why I would hold off on starting him. Let the veteran do his thing. Let Third-year quarterback Josh Rosen come in if anything else fails. You know, we don't need a win this year right away. This is only Brian Ford's second year. We don't have to show everything right away. The third year, is that's when you start showing everybody the real deal of who you are physically and mentally. Exactly. That rebuild, I'm all too fond of that with San Francisco, man. Oh, yeah. And that's what yeah, I went with six. I mean, to let you guys gel. And I agree they should hold off and start to uh, get them all gel together. But with that being said, in 2021, I feel as you guys' year to win the AFC East. I mean, you're going to be up there in massive competition. I definitely don't want to play two of this year because I don't want both of the sack his ass. <laughs> Right. Since we play the 49ers this year, yeah. if we have a football season. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we had to come in with Shanahan and Lynch. They came in. They did a whole rehaul, a rebuild. And, yeah, it, the first two years were just abysmal. And then yeah, our third year with them, um, Super Bowl. Like, I didn't even see that coming. I didn't even give them – I didn't even think that my Niners were even going to win the division. I think – at that time, I thought the Rams were going to win the division, and then look how that turned out. Right. Who was it? Who was it, Ben? That that said that the 49ers were going to win the division last year. I can't remember. <laughs> ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. That was before the season even began. Toot the horn. I didn't want to. <laughs> Everything jumped. Never doubt me, motherfucker. I really think that's how it's going to end up with you guys. I mean. Yeah, you're just getting over the rebuild. You're heading in the right direction. The free agency was amazing. Uh, the yeah. draft, really great. Minus, I personally, for me, I don't think two of us <laughs> picked that they should have went with. But I rather had two of them, Justin Hubert. Justin Hubert reminds me of Ryan Leaf, and you know, Ryan Tannehill or, or Chad Henning 2.0. Oh, God, even worse. <laughs> you know, I would have been fine with Jalen Hurts, but God knows how long it would have took to work him in. And, oh, you know, I, I I know Brian didn't care for the pick, but I would have took Jordan Love, knowing that we had Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah, and we have Josh Rosen right there. But, you know. He's a project, though. Too, well, I mean, yeah, I know he's a project, but. His 
the year before he put up the numbers, he was lights out. This year, yeah, his numbers dropped really bad, but he had no receivers. Yeah, his receivers. He had no receivers to throw it to. And if you put him on our team with the team we have, with the tight ends, with the receivers we have, that would have been a Jordan Love from two years ago. Yeah, the receivers left and the, and the coaching change. Exactly. Uh, I mean, that could have been why he was making terrible bad decisions on Mm -hmm. I know Green Bay. I know Green Bay fans don't like it now, but in the long run, they're going to be happy with Jordan Love. I don't care what people say. Jordan Love is going to be shocked a lot of Packer fans when they finally get rid of Aaron Rodgers and put Jordan Love in there. I think the Packers fans are just not ready to move on. Aaron Rodgers era. I think (laughs) just like they weren't with Brett Favre. Well, should we just do a two-part episode each one and then end it and then save it and then do another two-part, or how do you guys want to do it? Whatever you want to do, or we could just finish the division, the AFC one uh, first side or whatever, and then we'll do the NFC North on the second one. Or NFC, I mean. You want to finish AFC right now? It's finished AFC means we only have two more divisions. I think – we just pretty much talked about our dolphins the whole time, so I think the next two divisions, will, the next two divisions, will roll through pretty quick. I don't know how we're, we're not biased. What are you talking about, Brian? Come on now. I hope this isn't like cutting out though. That's the only thing that I'm just worried about because that thing popped up. And I don't know if it's actually. It says it's still recording, but yeah, like, I see. It says I see. It still says recording also. So. So I, I don't know much about Zoom. This is actually the first night we ever ran it. Yeah, we just—it's all practice trial around. Fingers crossed. It's working pretty good though. <laughs> but I guess if if we don't get everything, if it doesn't save, we could always just come back and then redo it in sections with everybody. Hopefully, the lines up. All right, so we just finished up the conclusion of the AFC. And now we're going to move on to the AFC South and heading up with the Indianapolis Colts, who are projected at eight and a half wins. Wow. Really? Are these brand new um, um, stats from Vegas? Vegas So these are brand new. Release. Wow. Yep. Yesterday. Wow. I'm sorry. I don't agree with that one freaking wow. <laughs> I see the Colts winning 11 to at least 12 games this year. Yeah. This team, wow. This, I, I, I'm just in drop mode right now. I cannot believe Las Vegas has eight wins. Did they not see what they drafted? Did they not see what they did in free agency? Holy fucking A. <laughs> this is this is by far is the worst. Obama. I mean I I really like what the Colts did in free agency. I really like I wonder if they're thinking eight wins because of how they have Phil Rivers and how he always fucks up. <laughs> but, 
our last little podcast thing we we talked about Philip Rivers. We addressed it. I mean, yeah. I'm saying Philip Rivers is going to be Philip Rivers is old. I think what this we saw last season was due because he hated going to the L.A. Stadium. He hated traveling there. And not to mention the fact that their home crowd was outnumbered by the, the away team's crowd, and it was their game, not theirs. So Exactly. Demoralizing to everybody. I I honestly see 11 or 12 wins. They got their uh, number one running back. They got uh, somebody to help T.Y. Hilton. Their defense is getting better every year. Their offensive line is a beast. I mean, seriously. They got a stud-ass defensive tackle from us and Forrest Buckner. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, they've gotten so much better. They're going to be the team that I see that could really give Kansas City a run for their money. So... I see 11 or 12 wins. I don't give a damn what Las Vegas says. Did I say 11 or 12, too? I think that's what I projected that to. We both kind of agreed with around 11 wins. Um, just because, you know, like you said, like Bill Rivers can come in, though, and, and play like Joe Flacco did in his last season. So, I mean, yeah. it's nothing's guaranteed. But they also have, you know, a pretty decent backup in Jacoby Brissett. They're going to pump in that crowd noise and amp everybody up. Like Philly Rivers. Yeah, they can just pump in the crowd noise like they did when, when Manning played for them and, <laughs> or so, the luck or whatever. So what, is Las Vegas bias? They got the Raiders at 14-2 or what? Jeez, no, Christmas. no, they got the Colts winning the division at eight wins. Yeah. I see the winning of the division, but not with eight wins. That's just ridiculous. They really kind of kept all of <clears throat> AC South kind of clumped together pretty much with the same amount of wins almost. Yeah. Well, I think I think he, I, I know we haven't talked about them yet. We'll get to them, but I think Houston and Tennessee are going to have slip ups. Oh yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about that, that when we get when we get there. Yeah. But, wow. wow, we're getting there now. Wow. <laughs> Let's go ahead, Ben. I was saying, you got anything to add on the Colts that you want to put in? Nope. Yep, Why? I, because I'm reading your mind, fucker? <laughs> no, you pretty much – you said everything that I wanted to say, pretty much. Yeah, you pretty That's much. what I'm saying. I'm reading your mind, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Picked it up. Taylor, solid pickup. Michael Pittman. I didn't, I oh, didn't, man. When he got Michael Pittman, I was like, wow, really? Damn. And Defoe's just a fucking monster. That guy is a stud. Oh, yeah. I was surprised you guys traded him. I was just blown away by that. I was hurt by it. I was really hurt because he was there with that rebuild. He's been there for a while. He does that. My best friend, my best friend's a diehard 49er fan just like you. He was living. He called me up and he's like, tell me this is not real. What the fuck is my team doing? I'm like, it's real, and I don't know. about it. Because really, I mean, they're like, well, he's got the cap and all that. But then they signed Armstead to not that much less than what Defoe was going to make. Yeah. But Armstead wasn't going to get the yield that Defoe was, obviously. So, I mean, exactly. I'm still hurt by it. It still sucks. It's still bitter. But, I mean. Guys, we're still on the AFC. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, really, Brian? I thought we were on the NFC. I need to switch over to my team there. and uh, <laughs> So we got Tennessee Titans who were projected to finish the same amount of wins as the Colts at eight and a half. Wow. You're going to see the Tannehill that the Dolphins saw. You know, if teams can finally learn how to stop Derrick Henry, which I think he will. Yep. I mean, they lost a key left, or key left tackle or right tackle, whatever he played. You know, that's going to hurt him. And people are going to finally say, okay, well, if we stop Derrick Henry, we don't have to worry about Tannehill because look what he did against Kansas City. Oh wait. oh, wait. He didn't do nothing. That's right. Because you know why he didn't do nothing? He never did anything for that team right there. The Dolphins. So, exactly. <laughs> a five, six wins tops for Tennessee this year. And that's like what I said earlier, too, in our other, when we did the AFC South earlier. Um, basically, they're going to stop uh oh, Josh disappeared. Oh, there he is. All right. No, I'm right here. I was just getting to him. So, like, uh, so basically, you know, they're going to figure out a way to stop Derrick Henry. Yeah. And all they have to do is make Ryan Tannehill play quarterback, and they will stop him every fucking time. Exactly. Ryan Tannehill, I mean, he's had some pretty – he's pretty decent, you know – Deep throwing quarterback, you know, accuracy wise, but for the most part, he just he has no pocket awareness. He takes unnecessary sacks more than any quarterback I've ever seen in a long time. Um, he he throws up just you know, David Carr. <laughs> well, other than Derek Carr, but yeah, no, David Carr. Oh, Not David Derek. Carr. Not Derek, same way though. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm going. I'm going about. Six and a half, seven wins, tops. Yeah, I don't remember what I put him on in the last video. I think I did say about six or seven wins. Uh, yeah, I agree with you guys. When they start scheming around Derrick Henry, who's a monster of a back, but once they if they shut him down, yeah, they're gonna have to make Anne Hill throw more. Uh, <laughs> I do. Like, you know, I do like the defensive pickup of uh, Christian Fulton. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what's gonna be what's gonna be a bitch if the uh, you know, Derrick Henry doesn't sign a long uh, contract with them, and then he has a shitty year for them. They're gonna go okay, just like Melvin Gordon, my Felicia. <laughs> exactly. And Derrick Henry, he he can run the ball. He has some skills to do it. It's just now, you know, he's gonna be lonely with all his. Star tackle that blocked for them all last year. So, and then I think they lost Deion Lewis too. Didn't yeah, they, they did. Mm-hmm. You're Derek right, Wilson though in the draft. So, I guess that's really yeah. Cool. But he got to he got to go, come to his own before we could start calling him something special. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then you said you said about six or seven wins for them too, didn't you? Yeah. And, yeah. I do like AJ Brown though. I think he's a good receiver. Uh, oh yeah, I like him too. He's he's good. I mean, the guy is lights out. But 
like I said earlier about, um, you know, Hollywood. You know, you can't just show the AJ and expect him to do everything by himself. They don't have really anybody else to joke to. I mean, Walker is no longer their tight end, so. Yeah, yeah that's true. Who who else are you going to get to throw it to? I mean, you got no nobody's in that. Are they going to step up? I mean, and is Tannehill going to be able to get get on the ball without being scared under pressure and being sacked all the time, like you said, Brian? Exactly. And now <clears throat> we'll move on to the next projected team to finish third. Uh, this team had a very, very abysmal offseason. <laughs> Shocking abysmal. <laughs> Houston Texans. <sighs> eight wins. You know, me me personally, I'm very ecstatic that they gave up and then let go of DeAndre Hopkins because that just keeps lowering the freaking wins column and that slowly gets us closer to the first round draft pick in next year's draft, which we actually own because the morons gave us a first round this year and next year for Kenny Butterfinger Stills and Laramie Tunsil. I mean, Laramie Tunsil was worth it, but they got they got a bad fucking deal with Kenny Stills. How many wins, Brian? Uh, I'm saying max six. <laughs> I didn't remember what I said about it. I think I lowered it. What's that? Houston's becoming the new Dolphins and they're tanking? <laughs> um, would they, that would be the dumbest thing ever if they were to tank, though. Yeah. They get, um, yeah they're always doing is helping us. The dumbest thing. The first dumbest thing is trading DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Well, the first dumbest thing was hiring Bill O'Brien <laughs> <laughs> and making him they, GM. They, of all they, things. they they also mess up letting Clowney go. Yeah, oh, that that was a yeah. big time mistake. Clowney just was too expensive for little production that he did. True, but you know what, man? That guy he was more healthier than JJ Watt. Uh, I agree, hundred percent. But it's just like whenever JJ went down, his numbers went down. So yeah, I'm thinking five wins for you tonight. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Five wins for Houston. (laughs) Five. Wow. Hey, man. The lower the better for me. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember what I said. I gave him a low number two. What did I say? Four or five. I think you said five, but I can't. I can't be for sure. I mean, <laughs> DJ, I like DJ. I hope DJ has a better year than he did last season. Yeah, David Johnson. Yeah, that guy. Uh, and you got Kenny Stills, who they have Watson the only have. You get entertained over the weirdest <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> old, old brittle little Fuller, who's the JJ offense, can't stay healthy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and you got to consider too, though. You know, once all these teams make all these cuts, a lot of a lot of good players, eventually good players, are going to get picked up from these teams. So, I mean, nobody's really out of the out of the woodworks when it comes to not having potential good players. But the but they, way the Bill O'Brien's been running that team, 
there ain't no fucking way in hell they're going to get They don't want to come there. I'm surprised they kept Watson. They picked up Cooks. I mean, Cooks is a good player. But obviously, not, none of the uh, pickups they have are Cooks. Place. Hopkins. Oh. Cooks. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. But he also, picked, he also picked up Cobb. Oh, yeah, yeah. They did. They picked up Cobb, too. But I, I was like, Cooks, I'm like, does he mean Cobbs? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, now I know what Cooks he's talking about. Yeah, but, yeah, but Cobbs probably about five years past his prime. <laughs> yeah, neither one of them combined or equal in Hopkins. But, uh, hey, the only, the only reason I brought up Cobbs because I thought uh, Nikki might have been listening and how she misses him with the backers. No, she's downstairs. <laughs> I'm up in my room. Ah. You're in your man cave, huh? They still have. Uh, they still have <laughs> Carlos Hyde. He's still great. Back. No, he's a free agent. He's a free agent. Yeah. They let him go. Yep. yep. Um. They let him and Lamar Miller go. Yeah, yeah Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde. You got traded to uh, Jacksonville last year. Last year. Yeah, Carlos Hyde got traded to who? Jacksonville. Oh, that's right. Oh, I thought that was the year after they drafted it. Uh-uh. Oh, wait. Yeah, maybe they did. Yeah. Where the hell have I been? Why am I so wrong about <laughs> He's too focused on the 49ers. He doesn't really <laughs> focus on the other teams. Man. You might as well. That meets our host. Yeah, this yeah. is why I am the sportsman, Brian. Come on now. Ben. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's doing a great job. So... <laughs> Well, once but that's the thing. Like once once they leave your team, you're pretty much like, well, you're not you're part of the enemy now, so I don't really care. Right. <laughs> he's still on the he's still on the Texans. Huh? Yeah, I just looked it up. He's still on there. Well, I remember the other day he was a free agent. Because I think he I think he left he left San Francisco, and then he went to uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. And they released him right away, and he went to Jacksonville. Cleveland traded him to Jacksonville, and then I thought that's and I thought he was going to do a great Jacksonville, but they didn't use him at all because Fournette was out, and they didn't even use Hyde at all. I was like, that's strange. They ended up using their third string. And then he went, he went to Houston, huh? <laughs> and then he went to Houston. He had 1,000 yards. Oh, he only had 1,000 yards for them. That's right. I, so I, I thought they didn't bring him back. I thought they were going to let him walk. Yeah, they haven't said. Well, it hasn't said anything. It still says uh, Wikipedia is still a Texan. Hmm. Uh, Wikipedia. But I, you know, I, <laughs> they might because they picked up DJ, but they don't know who they have in DJ. Like, it's a DJ rookie year DJ who blew it up, or I, I think I think he's a, a lost cause. I mean, we're not going to have the same DJ that we had when he was just like Christian McCaffrey. Lighting it up and just wouldn't go down. Yeah, he's Chris McCaffrey's an um, uh, is an, a freak act, you know, athlete. You know, yeah. the, the freaking Carolina Panthers struck gold with getting him. Exactly. But now he is the entire fucking team. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Be badass. I was hoping the Niners would draft him. Never did. They ended up going to the Panthers. Just for, I thought he was going to go to the 49ers, too, but I also thought he was going to go to Denver to follow his daddy's footsteps. Yep, yep. But didn't happen. Carolina wanted him, and he went to Carolina. Yeah, great. they got a great pickup, and they paid the man, finally. Yeah. Long overdue on that one. 
Well, he's the only player left, so why wouldn't they pay him? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. They still got Cam Newton right. <laughs> well, CTE's gone. I wonder where he's going to end up going. Old trash Cam. I know where I know where Cam Newton's gonna wind up. He's gonna wind up uh, trying to dive for football thing. I'm not scared of the Baltimore. I'm not scared of not scared of the Baltimore. Uh, I could die, Coach. I could dive. <laughs> and now we move on to the next. This is just an abysmal team, anyways. This really is uh, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars projected at four and a half wins. Do you have a team still? Not really. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I'm going going with about four to four to th- three to four end wins tops. Um, you, they're losing Leonard Fournette. You know, they lost their one of their uh, Marquise Lee, their re- receiver to the Patriots. So it's like, you know, Mitchu can only do so much. And they're about to lose that great defense in. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Eventually, he's going to get traded. DJ Chark, still pretty good. But yeah, they retooled their defense. They're in a they're rebuilding. I mean, yeah, Fournette. There, I think they're going to be the team with the overall first round, uh, first pick in next year's draft. Yeah. And then poor Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> right. The last boy. They lost Ramsey a year before. Clayus uh-huh. uh, Campbell's out. Nagakwe wants they out. Do, they do have that one guy that was really decent last year. I think last year he was a rookie or the year before he was a rookie. Oh, Josh Allen? No. Yeah. Josh Allen. Was it Josh Allen? He was a rookie last season, yeah. You talking about their first-round pick last year? I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but he was like – in preseason, he was tearing it up. Yeah, Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. He's still good. He's still okay. Good. You're right. Yeah, that's right. That sounds right now. That dude's. A I, I, I know. I know why you're questioning it because how there's Josh Allen with the Bills too. But uh, I, I knew that wasn't. The, I knew that wasn't the this one. Was, one's white, one's black. I think it's like number out, fifty-one, Brian. isn't it? <laughs> isn't he number fifty-one? I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that dude freaking. I miss that Miles Jack too. Miles Jack's good too, but he hasn't been the same since he had a playoff run. Though you don't hear his name as much as you did when he first uh, came on onto the screen. And honestly, now that I look at it, I don't think they had that bad of a draft, really. Uh, CJ, it was, it was all right. CJ Henderson. I don't, I don't know why they drafted CJ Henderson when he had he could have got one of the big name wide receivers, you know. Yeah, that's true. They could they could have traded down and maybe got Jordan Love themselves. I mean, because they just they just tore apart that secondary. They're all gone. Yeah, I see. Bouye and Ramsey being gone. But I just don't think CJ Henderson is going to be the answer to that team. I mean. He got burned a lot last year with the Gators, and you know. Oh yeah, I I just don't see him being as good as Ramsey. Oh yeah, no, I agree. He ain't gonna be as good as Ramsey. Um, and it's gonna, it, that it, team's that uh, team's about to become the freaking uh, 
the London Jaguars here pretty soon. That's why I said that they they still have a team. <laughs> Jason is a pretty solid edge. That's I say. I think he's yeah. Good. And honestly, not a whole lot of people know much about <clears throat> Lavisca Chenault Jr. Um, I've seen some of his tapes, some of the way he plays, and just he can do that. He's he's a, he's a hybrid kind of receiver. He can do it all. He can line up and block. Be a tight end, whatever they need. He's, I mean, he's a pretty solid catcher. The only notch on him that they had really is because he was just kind of injured. Last yeah. Season. How many wins you predicting? I'm gonna. I'll still say four, though. I know I was pretty kind of high up bragging about their draft, but yeah, it's, I'd still say four. Okay. That, they have to work it out between the rookies and everybody. Yeah. yeah. I still like mention many of though. I'm still behind that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's Mr. one thing about Mr. Porn Star. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing I like I like about, you know, doing these type of podcasts is because we can always go back and look at how fucking wrong, wrong we were on a lot of these because you know, it's just guessing games, you know, we're not no expert or anything and like I'm that. Different ones and now like I can't even remember the last thing I said. I know I'm about around the same amount of that, that's why. That's why you go back the last preseason game. Look at see what you said at this podcast, and then make another one saying, "Okay, now that the regular season is about to start, now we'll give you what we really think." <laughs> exactly. So, do you want to cut this off, and then we'll do the NFC? We, we still have the AFC West. We still have West. We're oh, still- I thought we. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I apologize. Brian's, Brian, Brian is tired. He want to go meet No. The, the Pepsi's not working for him tonight. Very sorry, Snyman and better. All right, so AFC West. We have, obviously, the reigning Super Bowl champs projected to win the division again at 11 and a half wins. What team was that? I don't want to say. Did I call them by their nickname that I call them. Or, uh, no, you you, you got to help me out. I don't know what team you're talking about. <laughs> every other team, every other the people in the AFC West call them that. I'll just say City Chiefs. There you go. <laughs> I the call them. Since he had to tell us that the Jets were our favorite team. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. They don't have a weakness yet, you know. Yeah, the foreigners kind of exposed Patrick Mahomes. I was gonna say Patrick Mufucker or <laughs> McLovin. <laughs> um, but this is the team they're still to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think they're better than eleven wins. And until like a real key injury happens, I think this team is a shoe in, regardless how tough the AFC West thinks they're getting now, because some of them have gotten better. I still think Tennessee at least is a thirteen and three team. Wow, you know, and you're you're not wrong. I mean, I, I'm saying twelve to thirteen sounds about right. Um, they just they only got better during the draft. I mean, yeah. signing that running back from LSU, 
I mean, he's essentially like a Mark Ingram style running back or how you said earlier too, Ben, the, uh, the running back that uh, Andy Reid coached for the Eagles. And oh, the Sean McCoy? <laughs> he said he's better oh. than Westbrook. Oh, yeah. yeah, Brian Westbrook. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> he's a little guy, you know, He's but he's just so fucking fast. Oh, you know, yeah. He had 1,000 yards rushing, 1,400 yards rushing last year. Yeah. I mean, unreal. The dude is going to be <laughs> – I mean, they, they just get faster and faster on that team. It's unreal. The, the amount of depth that it goes – or the amount of thinking and, and, and the – you know, the scouting and everything, all these players, it's just like they just know they have a niche of who they want on the team, and they just excel at it every freaking time that they, they just knock it out of the park, it seems like. Andy Reid's building himself a fucking another championship team. See, and I, so, agree. Yeah. I agree with you guys. Um, 12 to 13 wins, uh, like I said in our other podcast before. They kept the entire Super Bowl team pretty well intact. Um, and then they picked up Clyde. I call him Clyde the Glad now because <laughs> he's, he's in a great situation to thrive. I mean, that's oh, for sure. any rookie went, wants to be in. Went from national champions to a fucking Super Bowl champions. So you don't have to worry about <clears throat> being, like, the main guy uh, as a rookie, you know, for a yeah. team. Developing, that's a kind of crappy scenario to go through. But, yeah, he's going to thrive with the Kansas City offense. And you know what Kansas City's saying now, right? Kareem Hunt who? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just imagine. I bet, you he's kicking, I bet you he's kicking himself every day for doing what he did. Well, that's his own downfall. <laughs> Hear it out. He's having the girl that he did what he did. Part kicking me. He's like, "Hey, baby, you get a free shot here. Kick me." I don't know what I was thinking. Found that girl again and kicked her again. You're not gonna miss the ball, bitch. It's all your fault. Why could I get away with it like Ray Rice did? Yeah, Ray Rice didn't get away with nothing. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, he did. I mean, he might never got to play in there down in the football, but he still got away with it. True. Hunt, now, True. he 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 got to spend the eight games, but Rice, he, I mean, he basically got away with it. Other than just losing his job for the rest of his life. <laughs> True. So, who you got in the second division, Ben? What we got next is Denver Broncos at seven and a half. See, I, I think that's a low, low, low ball number on that part because the Broncos got way fucking better in this offseason. With, with bringing in freaking uh, <clears throat> the running back, freaking Melvin Gordon. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. You got Noah Fant coming off of his uh, rookie season. And then you got, you know, possibly one of the best fucking receivers in this last year's draft. And uh, Jerry Judy, <clears throat> Drew Locke is coming on his own. Like, he, you know, he didn't start last year because they had old man freaking uh, dickhead from up above fucking coming down <laughs> from the Ravens. Uh, oh, I what? It's Joe Flacco, yeah. We'll switch and, up uh, on him. Switch <laughs> up. 
So, and well, Drew Locke was on injury reserve anyway, so he wasn't going to yeah. start right away anyway. But, uh, but still, um, I, I see them being at least a 10 to 11 win team. I think they're going to be probably neck and neck with the Chiefs. They're going to probably win a game against the Chiefs. <clears throat> It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting season for them. Yeah, I agree. I I think they'll be the the only team in the AFC West to beat the Chiefs this year, at least one time. Okay. Um, I say nine and seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they will be a playoff team, but I think nine and seven. That defense is still good. Hopefully, yeah. Bon, hopefully, Bon Miller's okay. Oh, damn virus got to him. I hope he, he's okay. Um, that offense has now got weapons that were uh, Drew Locke, like you said, it, he's going to have a field day. I mean, 100%. This guy could be pushing numbers that we haven't seen in a long time next year if the Broncos use him right. So, yeah. I'm thinking at least nine uh, wins and a good, strong playoff push. And see, you know, like, Locke was kind of the – he was the quarterback that I was really hoping the Dolphins would have drafted last year. Yeah. You know, and, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, but Missouri players, they don't really transition well into the NFL. Well, he's slowly proving them wrong. I mean, I mean, we, we kind of drafted a – sort of a bust at a Mizzou freaking two years ago for our defensive end or, or tackle or whatever. Having to bring for what his name is, but who Charles Harris? Yeah, Charles Harris, yeah. He just doesn't come across like a first rounder, you know, should anyway. So Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I I'm gonna say ten. I think they have a fantastic offseason with the draft and what they did in free agency. They got that two-headed beast now, Philip Philip Lindsay <laughs> and Melvin Gordon. Uh, Wrong division, sucker. To go on what Brian was saying about Noah Fant, the guy's a, he's athletic as hell. Uh, I think he just had to get rid of the butterflies of the rookie season. I think he's going to be a great red zone target. He's going to excel this year. Um, yeah, they still have Von Miller, Bradley Chubb. Uh, they picked mm-hmm. up H.A. Bowie, <clears throat> who's going to be a replacement for their loss of Harris, who ended up in – what, he ended up in Los Angeles, I think. Yeah, with the Chargers. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, uh, the, they picked up the guy I really was hoping the 49ers were going to pick up first, and Jerry Judy. I think that dude's – Great route runner. He's got good hands. He can just get open, get that ball. Cortland Sutton was starting to turn it on at the end of the year last year. He, him and Drew Locke were finding rhythm. And I think they can, they're just going to um, progress off of what they did last season, get that much better. Yeah, I was really surprised you guys didn't get Jerry Judy. I was like, okay, I know what the Niners going to do, and nope. Yeah, I was really hoping for that. Just didn't pan out that way, I think. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so 
we got over the Broncos, and now we're going to move down, not very much further down, uh, with the Las Vegas Raiders, who's projected with the same amount of wins of seven and a half as the Broncos. God. I think the Raiders have a lot of holes, still, But when you have Gruden as your coach, you just can't turn it off. You can't say no, that this team's not going to fight. You know, Derek Carter, this is it. If he doesn't uh, do something this year, he's gone. And I just don't think Marcus Marinello is the answer. That's why it's only a one-year contract. They had the weapons for Derek Carr, but it just seems like Derek Carr is more over his head than anything else these days. Um, I think this team's a 500 team, unfortunately. You know, I wish it was different because I like John Gruden. I really do. But I think this team's a 500 team, and I think it's going to be like eight wins. Yeah, well. I'm going a little bit lower than you. Uh, I think I think uh, Derek Carr is a broken car. Uh, I see possibly by week six, Marcus Mariota is going to take over the starting position of that team. He's going to definitely win the starting position. Um, I don't see them winning more than six games this season. I just think, I mean, they got Jacobs, the running back. I mean, he's a stud, but – once they stop him, you know, Carr can't do much. Like, he's always either injured, like he always has back problems or whatever it may be. Um, I just don't see them, like, transitioning to a new stadium, new crowd. I mean, it's it, Las Vegas is a hard city to get a lot of – I mean, of course, you know, Raider fans are always going to be diehard and they're going to come in drones no matter what, or drones or whatever. Uh, but – I just don't see them putting on a very good performance this season. Like I said, six wins tops. I, I like the pick of a Henry Ruggs, though. I really yeah, like that pick up. But they don't have nobody to throw to him. Yeah, That's where Marcus Mariota comes in, and then he's going to pull a Tannehill. And, you know, possibly if, if Marcus Mariota comes in, I think he gives them the best shot at winning games. So – which is hard to understand or for me to even say that because I thought Marcus Mariota sucked ass coming out of the draft, you know, from Oregon. So Oregon, I mean, Oregon Oregon quarterbacks don't last very long in my opinion. Exactly. uh, I'm going to, I give the Raiders six as well. Um, I think Derek Carr and Gruden butt heads too much. There's just too much tension between them. It's pretty known around the league. Everybody keeps saying that they're going to, draft a quarterback and they never did or they're going to win one in free agency so it's pretty known that they're at the ends uh, it, it blows me it blows me away that John Gruden has never been able to draft a quarterback in the first round since he's been the Raider coach well you would think though too when you have Mike Mayock supposedly this freaking guru at, at uh, you know the college, for college yeah you know, players, 
he does the most asinine, <laughs> stupidest fucking draft picks I've ever seen a, a person I do. I think he had a terrible draft this year. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Ruggs was, I mean, Ruggs is probably about the only decent thing that come out of the draft for them. Well, the thing that I think with Ruggs is, yeah, I mean, I could see him potentially having a high ceiling, but the thing about Ruggs is he was a wide receiver, too, in Alabama. It's it's like the juju situation when they had Antonio Brown. He, he looked stellar because the double team was on Antonio Brown. I feel that's probably the same way as uh, Ruggs. I mean, that's remained to be seen. <clears throat> but, yeah, they only have Carr and not much of a connection there. Uh, that corner that they picked up was a huge reach in the first round. Yeah, big time. Yeah, that didn't make any <laughs> sense. my mind. Um, I mean, clearly they, they, they could have gone all kinds of different ways. And they when they drafted him, I'm like, where in the hell were you thinking? And where in the hell are you going to put him at? <laughs> Especially when you had, you had the top, top at least five other prospects that were above him still on the board. Nobody even took anyone there. Right. And all the safeties, like he could have went with secondary, could have went anywhere. But right. Um, and I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard too, like because I was, I told Ben on our last podcast uh, that possibly John Gruden is trying to get Antonio Brown to come back to be a Raider again. Oh my God, that would be a no. mistake. It won't happen though. I don't think. Isn't that nuts? That that's crazy. Gruden needs to learn his lesson after the first time. <laughs> I think the they're off. The free agency went oh okay. I think they did pretty decent on their linebackers, and I'm I think I'll say the same about the Raiders as I, we did about the Steelers. I think that the defense will keep them in games. If that rookie corner, is a corner or safety? I can't remember his name. He was a stud. He comes back the way he was, then they're gonna have a pretty solid defense. Like Farrell turn out good, and the other uh, <coughs> the other guy that I had on the line, I can't remember his name either. On the defensive, well, and also you got to think too, they're gonna have a more of an advantage this season than they did last season. At least they're not playing on a fucking baseball field. <laughs> <laughs> Another low blow, huh, Brian? Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Hey, but at least now you guys got a football. Now you don't have to have a football field on your fucking baseball field anymore. But does, right. it, does it end up for the Raiders as it did for the Chargers with the move? They moved to LA, and it just fucking went sideways real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's gonna be the same for the Raiders. Granted, they weren't like they're probably will remain the same, but I don't think it'll help. But yeah, I give them six. Josh Jacobs is a great running back, but he, I don't have much faith in Carr, and he doesn't really have much weapons around. One more team. <laughs> and the final team, I will look up what their total wins is, and it's the same. <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers at seven and a half. So they got Broncos, Raiders, and Chargers, seven and a half. They got what? Seven and nine? No, seven and a half wins between the Broncos, Raiders, and Chargers. Three-way tie. Wow. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Did you give your pick first, Josh? Uh, 
it, you know, you don't know what Charger team you're going to be getting. I mean, we don't know if they're going to start Justin Hubert right away or if they're going to go with Tyron Taylor. You know, this team, I don't care. I still think we have a lot of mess on our team. Their defense will keep them in games because they have a solid defense. Their offensive line, I think, needs the most help right now. And if you put Justin Huber in with that offensive line, I think you're going to damage the kid before he can even take a breath. Um, I don't see more than maybe six, maybe five wins because this team has other needs and plus. Uh, Eccles Jackson, I think his name is, a new running back that took over for Melvin Gordon. I mean, he's been there the last couple of years. That's an Eckler. Part, uh, yeah, I don't think he's a full-time starter. I think he's better as a backup. And when you don't have that run-and-pound game, it, it's going to hurt you and – that's why I just don't think the Chargers are going to be a team worth screaming and hollering for when they got other needs now. Yeah, they got their future quarterback, but you have other things that you need to do. You have receivers, yes, but you don't have a running back. You don't really have an offensive line. You have a pretty solid defense, but – I just don't see all the pieces in with San Diego, or the Los Angeles Chargers yet. So. <clears throat> but I think, um, yeah, I, it just depends on who comes out, what swinging and well effective wins. I, I think yeah. I, what did I do, six wins last two, Brian, or five, something? Yeah, you said six, I believe. <clears throat> yeah, Tyler Tabor, Abair, Herber, whatever you want to say. Uh, depends on who turns out. I mean, they still have – I think they have a pretty good surrounding cast. I I think Eckler's a good back. He's he's a double threat kind of guy, mostly pass catching running back. Um, they still have Keenan Allen. Uh, he's great. What are you um, yeah. You still – their defense even got better. Uh, they still have Bosa. They still have uh, Ingram. Um, Derwin James, uh, you know, um, Desmond King, and now they have Harris from Denver. I mean, they stacked up that defense pretty good. But, yeah, yeah, I just think, I mean, it's all about the quarterback now, all about the quarterback and the the state of your franchise in your home. Are you going to be outnumbered again this year? <laughs> oh, for sure they will be. Because that's – Got to be demoralizing. Well, and, and, you know, like like Josh made a, you know, good case for the fact that they don't have a very good offensive line. So Eckler is not going to get the running holes that he would last season when when they had a fairly okay offensive line. Um, and like you said, too, like it really depends on if they're going to have Tyrod Taylor starting or Justin Herbert. If they start Tyrod Taylor, I say maybe five games into the season, then they're going to probably bring in the rookie, and he's going to stink it up because they're going to put too much pressure on him. And 
especially when you're at your home game and you got the opposing team's fucking fans that are louder than fuck on offense <laughs> and you can't hear the play call and you're going to be out there like, what do we do? You know, and fucking <laughs> play a game. Play I don't game. get it. I don't get it. Why are they booing me? I thought we were the home team. <laughs> so it's just – it's a no-win situation. If they would have stayed in, in San Diego, I think they would be a lot better uh, off when it comes to the opposing teams. But I'm just saying, like, Chargers are a lost cause. It's going to be between the Chargers and the Jaguars that's going for that number one draft pick next year. I'm not going to go that far. But I'm going to say that just like we said about the Raiders and just like said about the Steelers, the defense is gonna keep them in the games. They have great defense. But. Yeah, but when you're on, when, but when your defense is on the field for ninety percent of the game, just like look at the Dolphins, they were on the field ninety percent of the game That's for fine. the last two years. I'll give them six wins. I'm not giving them any more. That I'm defense not, gonna, take them to the playoffs by any means because they're gonna be on the field a lot and tired. But yeah, I give them four to five wins, max. Okay. All right, well, guys, that concludes the uh, AFC. Two hours later, we're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for joining us. Um, I'll just end this recording now, and uh, I'll see you guys later. Hopefully, the recording. Yeah, hopefully, it worked, and <laughs> we can do the next one here in a second. Show podcast. Uh, uh, all right. Peace. Peace. Yeah.